Welcome to That's the Word, wholesome tales for the whole family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, The Origin of the Hula Burger. Lou had a problem. On paper, his new restaurant was great. He had speedy service, and the sandwiches were delicious. But opening a new restaurant has never been easy. A new owner has to carve out a space from his competitors. Sales were slow, and Lou was struggling. Given everything else going against him, Lou really did not need this other problem. What was the problem? On one specific day, every week without fail, Lou's restaurant was empty. The locals would not come, and sales would be non-existent. On this particular day of the week, Lou would barely bring in $75. The problem day was Friday, and Lou knew why. The area was 87% Catholic, and all his sandwiches had meat. As a Catholic, Lou knew that Fridays in the Catholic Church are days of penance in commemoration of Christ's crucifixion, which occurred on Good Friday. Traditionally, the penance is to not eat meat. Fish is permitted. For Lou's meat sandwiches in a Catholic city, this tradition meant that on Fridays his restaurant was a virtual ghost town. However, down the street, Fridays at another restaurant were fine. Lou discovered that on Fridays, the restaurant Big Boy offered a fish sandwich. Seeing a chance to save his own restaurant, Lou went to the kitchen, trying different fish, recipes, and combinations. Finally, he settled on the battered halibut with tartar sauce on a bun. Lou had the sandwich that could save his restaurant, but his boss did not agree. I do not want my store stunk up with the smell of fish, he told Lou. Well, Lou asked, what do you propose I sell on Fridays? I need a meatless item on the menu. Lou's boss had a solution in mind. The hula burger, a tasty slice of grilled pineapple and cheese on a soft bun. His boss was excited, but now it was Lou's turn to disagree. Who would order a hula burger? Well, who would order a fish sandwich at a meat sandwich shop? Lou's boss retorted. After more back and forth, Lou and his boss finally found something they could agree on. They would let the customers decide. On Good Friday, which was just right around the corner, Lou's fish sandwich would be sold at one restaurant, while his boss's hula burger would be sold at another. Whichever meatless sandwich sold more would be permanently added to the menu. This was the chance Lou needed. The fate of his restaurant rested on whether he could sell his fish sandwich to his customers. At the end of Good Friday, Lou rang up his boss's office. Nervously, he asked, How many did the boss sell? The voice on the other line said, I cannot tell you that. How many did you sell? 350, Lou almost shouted in excitement. The simple response? It's on the menu. Lou barely suppressed a whoop of victory. He won the bet, and his fish sandwich was permanently added to the menu. Lou never officially found out how many hula burgers were sold. Rumor says only six, but he couldn't care less. Driving home that good Friday night, he knew that he had not just won the bet, 
he had given his restaurant a second shot at life. As the years passed, his business grew and he opened more restaurants. He always credited that little fish sandwich for saving his restaurant. You may never have heard of Catholic businessman Lou Groen, but you may have tasted the fish sandwich he created 58 years ago. Perhaps you once ordered it on the Friday, that sandwich that outshone Ray Kroc's Hula Burger, the sandwich called the filet of fish served at any local McDonald's. And for this week, that's the word. Of course, for those of you who were familiar with our Father at Five episodes, you probably have heard about pineapple and the hula burger. When we were doing this podcast, starting to write episodes down, I started writing some stuff about, you know, wholesome saints or whatever, great men and women. And Father James says, hula burger needs to be the first episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>